Welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 46, and boy, do we have a show in store for you guys today. We have yet returning to the podcast a really good friend of ours, but before I introduce and give him the platform, as always, let me me introduce my co-host, Mr. Christian and Cowboy Dan. Gentlemen, how are we doing? It's one of those days. It really is for me. Yikes. After I give you all my, my rants about the stuff I had to do this week. Well, Cowboy Dan's been busy. Looks like he's, he's, he's barely unbuckling that buckle belt and uh, unwinding down. Christian, how's things been going over there in New York? Uh, Pretty good, actually. I'm actually pretty chill today. Nice, nice, nice. Well, as I mentioned earlier, we have a very special guest returning, a really good friend of ours, a good friend of the podcast as well. Many of you will know him as his introduction was last time, Mr. <laughs> Thick Rick, or AKA Mr. The Real Thick Shady. All right. In the flesh. In the flesh. <laughs> Our good pal, Ricky, all the way from Texas, from Dallas. Ricky, how we doing? Doing good. Still a little, you know, double heartbroken from the weekend with uh, Santos and the Carretero, but, and then the Cowboys last night, so... But I got Dylan here with me, so he does. I feel, he does. I feel half of that pain. <laughs> half of that pain. Maybe, maybe a quarter more because we would have we would have wished that America walked away with three points. But I guess a draw is sufficient enough. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But glad to have you on the pod. You've mentioned that yourself. It's been quite some time since you last got came onto the show. I think uh, last time you came, it was a World Cup edition. Yeah, last time I came, we previewed the Denmark game. Um. I predicted a, a a win, but we know how that went. So <laughs> yeah. that was not it wasn't uh, the best days for our predicting. Yes, no. Also, a show that had plenty of technical difficulties too. If I, if oh, I remember, yeah. it was raining over there. <laughs> hey, after that, after that episode, I upped my internet. So nice. I got the good. I got the good internet. Okay. <laughs> Rolling all on all cylinders here. All right, gentlemen. So, like I mentioned, we got a pack show. We're gonna break down America's one-one draw against Toluca. We'll talk a little about the good, and we'll talk a lot about the bad. And our new best friend, video assistant referee. And then we're gonna give uh, Ricky a little bit of a segue to give us a little insight on what happened to Santos in that game against Querétaro on Sunday. And then after that, we'll of course preview. What is, I would say, the biggest game for America so far this season going up against Santos Laguna at Torreon. So it's going to be a very, very difficult matchup. But are we ready to talk about this, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Yes. All righty, let's get to it. Ricky, we're going to uh, just talk a little bit right here about the America Toluca game. I don't know if you mentioned, uh, if you watched it, if you did, you're more welcome to give a little bit of insight. If you didn't, we understand it's not really your team. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's go right into it. Gentlemen, America played Toluca in a pretty wonky schedule. It was 6 p.m. my time, 9 p.m. for you, Christian. And then, of course, for Ricky and Dylan, it was uh, 8 p.m. Uh, obviously, because of the time change, everything just uh, got a little bit shifted around. So we talked about this game, and we had hoped that it was going to be better than what we actually got. So final whistle blows, 90 minutes go by, 1-1 draw. 
it was definitely two different teams in two different halves. What do you guys take away from this? Could have lost. Definitely. We could have won. Yeah. Yeah. In the first half, yes. In the second half, I I don't see how. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think in the first half, we were the very dominant team. And I think that's the half where we should have, you know, maybe scored another goal. And now we could probably say that maybe our newest best friend is video system referee because of the VAR, we walked away with a point. Yeah, I, I, I think I think at this point, you know, you see that and it's, it's a pretty big point, uh, especially even though it's just one point because, um, like I said, it's the game we could have lost. But obviously VAR coming up big for us and taking away that goal. And funny enough, if it, if it wasn't for VAR, but that, this game would have ended 2-1. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I predicted two one. Just yeah, not for yeah, but, but not for Toluca though. You predicted two one. <laughs> um, so let's 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 dive real quickly into this. America, obviously, the better team in the second half. Funny enough, we concede right away and early. A minute, a minute and a half go by, and Toluca end up scoring uh, just a a goal de vestidores. Really, I, I mean, America just in defense looked like. They had no idea what was going on. Again, Emmanuel Aguilera, probably at fault for this. Um, maybe we should start calling for Edson Alvarez to come in for the Santos game, <laughs> seeing as how you have a very good goal striker in Furch, who is probably going to give America's defense a nightmare. Um, Aguilera didn't really convince me. Although, funny thing, though, I think the goal was actually a blessing in disguise because it was exactly what America needed to wake up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely like what you say, though. A real blessing in disguise, for especially to wake of uh, this side up. But still, I mean, I mean, you, you think you look at it and you see it, and you're like, is this? It's not really what you expect because you come, you come out to see this team, you know, guns blazing, you know, just going at it. But they just come out, you know, just sloppy, and you know, it showed in the end, and and you see Vega score that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat said Manchester came out reckless on that goal. I will agree that maybe Manchester came out a little bit too fast. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's tricky. I mean, a minute and a half in, you're, you're you're not even fully set into game mode until it's probably like five minutes in. Uh, in, in yeah. To be honest, I don't really know what, what happened. Um, but, you know, the, the team wakes up. It, it, it takes them a little while, while, while to get things going, but you could see there's an initial reaction right there. Um, and then we start moving the ball around. We we get a little bit sloppy, but finally in the what twentieth, thirtieth minute? What the goal? Yeah. Thirty-fifth. Thirty-fifth yeah, minute 35th, of the match. Yeah. Yeah. Henry Martin comes out with a stunning goal. And Dylan, as soon as that goal went in, Dylan messaged me. He's like, <laughs> I am <laughs> I am showboating on Tuesday's podcast. I am showboating. Somebody oh, come dude. at me. I want somebody to come at me this podcast and still tell me why. <laughs> And I'm gonna come at you. I mean, yeah, after, I mean, after that goal, what did Henry Martin do? He came. He, he came too quiet after that game. After that goal, I'm sorry. He he did. Uh, this is a guy he we was, wanted. He was quiet for me all game. Besides that goal, <laughs> I wa- I was ready to. I was ready to eat my words to come into the podcast. Let Dylan have the floor and just completely hang go ham on everyone whoever denied Henry Martin. But after that goal, I saw very little from Henry. So little that. Actually, afterwards, Roger had to come in for him. <laughs> I mean, how many times have we saw Henny Martin come in for Roger? And it was I mean, the same story because I mean, the same story. Exactly. Regardless, regardless, I'm still going to showboat. Despite the fact that I, ha- I didn't have Henny Martin starting this game, 
because of, because of why I thought Piojo was taken. I'm still going to sit here and showboat. I really am. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. We we got something from from Henry that we haven't got from Rogers since like what? Since like the fifth game this season. Okay. Yes. Yes. But 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 no. I understand where y'all are coming from. I I do. I do. I, I have to. I have to agree to that. But at the same time, I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna shut my stuff here. But can we can, can we just take a second and and gloat about Guido Rodriguez yet again? I feel like we're a broken record at this point. We always seem to highlight Guido Rodriguez every single match or every single podcast. But he deserves it. Of course, he deserves it. It was a it was a magnificent uh game from him on Saturday. It, his recovery led to that goal. Yes, I mean it's it's ridiculous the fact that it you know this player is having an, an amazing game and yet still didn't get called up to the national team. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't understand that honestly. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But. Um, I mean, just to wrap up the first half, we were the much better team. Looked like By we were far. actually getting things going. I know there mm-hmm. was a controversial call in which, um, in which Ibarwen got taken down right before we scored the goal. Uh, looked like for me, yes, it should be been a PK. Um, again, it, it didn't, doesn't go into our favor. It, these were always going to be calls that 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 we expected. Uh, the VAR situation, we knew that it was there. I, I mean, I totally forgot we even had it until they used it against uh, uh, against Luca mm-hmm. to rule that goal offside. Um, but it, you can't really rely on that at, at that point, you know. You I'm still win. surprised they had to go to VAR for that one because all four of them were offside, right? I go, yeah, it was it was weird. I don't know. Well, you know, linesmen these days they they just they they have the same eyesight as me, and trust me, I'm almost legally blind. So, um, pretty decent half, pretty decent first half. Second half, I think that's completely Toluca's game. Uh, I think they realized that they that they were letting us have the ball, that they were letting us control the game. They we were dictating the tempo. We were letting Toluca kind of think, okay, we're gonna get them on the counterattack. We never gave them that opportunity. We g- never gave them any subtleties when going forward until mm-hmm. the second half, when they actually they brought the game to us right away. Right. You know, and I think that changed it. And they looked the better side, and they almost scored. And if it wasn't for the VAR, they, they, this would be a whole different situation. But a second half in which we completely, completely just did not look like us. And and I mm-hmm. think this was frustrating because I even tweeted it uh, through the account on, in in halftime, and I said, "Look, the game is there for us to be won. You just don't don't let up. Keep doing what you're doing. Control the game. How you've been going about it, and you will come out as the victorious side." We weren't smart enough to do that. I don't know what happened and completely f- fell apart. Yeah, and I don't think the subs helped a lot too. You bring in Cecilia Dominguez, someone that has been very subpar this uh, this season, and I just don't see what Piojo was thinking in bringing him on because I, I didn't think he was going to make a difference at all when he came in. Yeah. Him and Roger. Him and Roger, yes. Yeah. And then he, bring, he brings in Tony Lopez like at the 88th minute and – what yeah, are you gonna do with five game. minutes left? You know, so yeah. I don't know. Really weird substitutes by Piojo, and I think if he played, did those better, maybe, maybe we could have had a little bit of life in us. Um, but yeah, like you said, second half, especially late in that second half, it looks scary for us. You know, the one thing that I, I think we can all agree, and even everyone here in the chat can agree, is that we lacked creativity that second half. Oh, we lacked that player. And we all know who that player was for us. Mateo Suribe. And I think we've said it time and time again, he needs to be benched. But 
the thing is, when we say he needs to be benched, it's true. But who do we play in his position? You know, Linus isn't here anymore. I mean, I, you like, completely went a different direction where I was going with this. I thought we were, I was gonna say <laughs> we were missing Linus. Um, I mean, granted, yes, the Marcelo Soriba thing is is something that is 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 quite concerning because we need him to be performing, and he hasn't. Uh, but you need someone like Linus on that pitch today. You need someone that you know can spark something in the second half whenever your team just isn't looking like themselves. And afterwards, just completely, you know, let let the kid do his thing. Unfortunately, he's out doing his thing with the national team and the sub This looks like they're killing it in the meantime. Um, they're winning right now. And and you would That's just up. hope that they would, you know, like just call him back. It looks like you guys are doing fine without lightness. You guys were exactly. up four nil when he was on the bench last game. Just let us have him back. He's he's a little bit more important right now to the American side than he is to the national team. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially I, the U twenty national team. Yes, the U twenty national team. Uh, but regardless of that, I I think we we lack creativity and and the two players that I was looking at uh, didn't show up for me, uh, which was our wingers. I didn't think I see I saw enough from Ibarguen and I didn't think I saw enough from Ibarra, and mm-hmm. that's quite alarming. Seeing as how we hailed Ibarra on a very high pedestal. Yeah, I mean I don't think he had that bad of a game, but Ibarguen yeah. for sure didn't have a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if I had to choose, I'd definitely pick Ibarra having a better game than Ibarguen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but like, but like how you always say, Ivan, most of our play is directed towards Ibarra. So I would see why Ibarra would stand out more than Ibarra. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to be honest. And then yeah. to uh, Oye Peralta coming back into the side of things uh, in that new lovely camp position that he's adapted. Um, again, I don't I don't think it worked for this game. No, it hasn't worked this game. It hasn't worked all season. But we still keep That's doing it for some reason. Where it's worked out, but it's just he. Uh, that, that partnership with him and Henry are, are is completely different than the partnership with him and Roger. Right. Um, I, I it's something that we can probably talk about, you know, a little bit more in depth when we preview the Santos game. But because mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling we're gonna see Henry start again. No, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Alrighty then. Okay, gentlemen, let's wrap up this Toluca game. Anything else you guys want to say in regards to this game? Mm-hmm. I told y'all. That's it. I'm leaving it there. I think we should bring in Edson. I don't think I can let it convince me this match. And I think we said it, I think it was last podcast we said it. We're just waiting for one of Bruno Valdez or Aguilera to mess up and then Edson will um, will come back in. So when we talk about the Santos match, I think I have Edson in the starting 11. I will say this much. I told you guys that I don't think America walks out as super leaders of the tournament and this game probably is what changes it. And I think we continue and stay in second place and Cruz Azul finishes in first. And Cruzul, with their luck, uh, finds themselves in in that kind of curse of the first first place position. I was just about to comment on that. Dude, how funny would it be if they have like the best tournament they had in like in years, and then they get first rounded in the playoffs? That'd be the ultimate Cruzul thing to do. That's why. That's why I was kind of content <laughs> with the draw afterwards. I was like, I okay, mean, this might work. This this might just work out in our favor. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll see that. So we we'll leave it at that. America 2 and uh, America 2. No, America lose. No. One to one with uh, Toluca. So with that said, gentlemen, let's move on. Christian, do we have trivia for tonight? We do have Wait, trivia for tonight. Let, you, didn't, you didn't let Ricky talk about Santos and Querétaro. Yeah, but I was going to give him that platform. That's why I just yeah. asked Christian if there was if there was trivia because I didn't see I, I didn't see the. Oh, never mind. I saw it. Oh, okay. nice one. <laughs> Before... tonight's, a, tonight's an easy one. Don't worry, everybody. Tonight's an easy one. All right, then. It's we'll a, give you the, we'll talk to you in a second. 
first, we're going to give the floor to, uh, to our good friend Ricky here. Ricky, give us the insight on what happened on Sunday against Querétaro. Your Santos Laguna ended up, uh, well, how can I say this nicely, not winning. Yeah, so, I mean, the defense looked pretty awful. Um, I mean, they, they didn't look bad, but they looked very um, they looked very off than what they usually are because, as we're all aware, I, I think we can all agree that they probably got one of the best defenses in the Liga Mexi. So, I mean, the midfield lost control of the game. Um, and, you know, I, the game starts in the midfield, especially with Santos. Um, as far as they depend on Osvalito and and uh, El Gallo to go to pretty much hold that midfield and work the ball up, it wasn't there. Carreta was all over was all over both of them. Um, it was it's very crazy whenever I w- was watching the game and um, Isihara he brought a little bit of spark in the second half, but I mean Lozano was playing pretty good, and I believe he got taken out. So I mean you know it was a little questionable decision, but. Um, I mean, I can't, you know, I can't take anything away from Caretaro. They played a, they played a hell of a game. Um, they had, they scored a golazo, the second one. So, I mean, um, it's one of those losses where I can't be too mad because at the end of the day, they got outplayed and that's not going to, to me as watching them throughout the season, that's not very often that we can say they've been outplayed. So, I mean, that's pretty much my thoughts on the game. Yeah, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to hear a little bit more from you in a little bit in regards to what what, what you think Santos is going to look like against America. Of course, at home in, uh, in in a very, I would say, very, very crucial match for you guys as well, trying to cement yourselves even further up in the table. Um, everyone's saying this is a big test for everyone, for America and Santos, uh, just kind of get themselves ready for what probably could be the Liga for them and see whether or not they're ready to, to, to battle it out. So it should be interesting. We'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more further on that. And uh, yeah, first uh, first before we get into that, it is trivia time, ladies and gentlemen. So everyone who is here, look uh, listening to this live, you guys are gonna have yourselves a really good one. Christian, take it away. Let them know what the question of the day is. All right, sir, Captain. Uh, today's trivia is a very easy one. Um, the question is, who is number fifteen on Club America? Right now. Right now. Oh, that's easy. That's what Smart Amad is. Oh, dude. I would never bring up the name again, please. Former Santos. Oh. Former Santos. <laughs> no, I'm curious. I'm curious. What was your guys' take on those Marmades, man? And and Santos? Yes. I mean, he's a I think I believe he's a product of the youth of the youth program, isn't that correct? I believe yes, he's your canterano. Yeah, yeah so I mean he was good through those couple years that we had him just coming off the bench. He was to me, I think that he was a less talented Artiaga. You know, I think Artiaga's way better product than him. So I mean, but but again, but again, that's years ago. That's very very. That's whenever Ruduena and Vosso are playing with Santos. So, oh my God! Now, do you remember Vosso in his prime? Oh, yeah. oh, of course. He played with wow. you guys. Yes. And then he came to where? Everybody goes to America from Santos. Y'all buy everybody from us. You you guys are I, like <laughs> you guys we are take like the money. we know know to call whenever we need something. <laughs> it's the way it was I know it was Voso, Beni, Chucho Benitez, rest in peace. Um uh, Marchesin. Oh man, who else? Uh, Quintero. Quintero, yes. Yeah, every, 
Peralta, yeah. Women's, no? No, we got women's from um from uh Cholos. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but you guys, you guys are yeah. We we have you on speed dial, or y'all have us on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, we have you on speed. <laughs> You're number two on the. <laughs> you just click number two and you say, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, your uh, your striker's looking pretty good." Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who Furch? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Veracruz. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, yeah, dude. I can't believe they let him go. Yeah. Oh, he is. At this point, he is. I mean, granted, he's been there for a little bit, correct? Yeah, he was the, he's at, at, at uh, Veracruz? No, 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 with you guys. Oh, he's been with us for about two, three seasons? Right, and and, yeah. and he's exploding. He's exploding right yeah, now. Right? Yeah, he, he's taking that number nine to another to the next level, so. and I mean, we, have, we haven't had a number nine like this for, I mean, I mean, if you count Vosso, but, yeah. I would say so Peralta. Yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. Because right before you guys took him, yeah, he was on fire. He was on fire. He was scoring goals. Yeah, right? he, yeah. You know, he was. He was everything that he was doing. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember who else is it that we've. I mean, we've 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 gotten so many players from you guys at this point. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, and that's my my Sanchez? grandpa. Sanchez, which one? George Georgie Sanchez. Oh, Canterano. Yeah. We got you. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, my, yeah. My grandpa's just always like every every time we have a good player, they just come and take them. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, we're, we're winning championships, so we can't <laughs> be too bad. That's true, though. You guys, how you guys have been poached at, and yet still, you guys are here defending your championship at a very good position. You guys haven't credit to you guys. You guys have still yet to have campionities. Man, I'm. I just remember at the beginning of the season that uh, everybody wrote off the Santos, and I mean, I was a little bit on that. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I just. I, I was on that. Yeah, I. I no, no, no disrespect, but I was on that train too. No, no I mean, right. You, you know, it's like I, I, I understand too because when you lose Janini, you lose uh, Isaac Girores. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you lose your three best players. Uh, lost one more person. I can't remember the top of my head, but I mean, three. You lose three of your best players. Oh, yeah, and Arajo, of course. You lose oh, your three. Yeah, yeah you, you lose your three best players. I mean, who's gonna? Who would have foresaw this? Nobody would have right. foresaw this at all. So. But this is the thing that uh, that a lot of people wanted to write Santos off for that. But what they didn't realize was that none of your guys' core actually left. Like your backbone of the team actually stayed. Yeah, because I mean that, that that midfield is very solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Osvaldo, Gallito, um, keeping Lozano. Um, I mean, you know, Furch and, and jo- Jonah Rodriguez has been fantastic. I didn't think he was going to be this good. I knew he was good, but I didn't think he was going to be this good. <laughs> and I'm surprised he hasn't got called up yet, but, I mean, that's on Uruguay. Right. That is on them. But a little bit more of this Santos talk a little bit later. First, uh, we're going to – I. I did already uh, in the group chat send um, the scoreboard. You guys can check it out again. I'm sending it right there so you guys can see who's in the lead. Uh, we're coming. We're coming to the end at this point. Oh we're, yeah, we're mm-hmm. getting closer to the to the end of the uh, of the trivia. Christian, you want to remind them what the giveaway is going to be? Oh yes, definitely. So at the last podcast of the season. We'll be announcing the winner, and the winner will receive a jersey of their choice and one of the new 
uh, hats that America released just not the too long era. ago. So the new era hats, yes. Era hat and a a either yellow or blue home or away America jersey. Yes. So get your questions on. I think me and Dylan are starting to to get get it going. Uh, Dylan, how many points do you have at this point? I'm at negative ten, about to hit zero. So yeah. Oh, there you go. Watch out for me. Nice. Dylan was like at a, a negative twenty-two, so he's he's making his way back. I'm. I'm come back. I've reached about the three point four point mark. Uh, right. We're getting close. Who 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 has the most points right now? Right now, the person with the most points. Just is... say how much points they have. Oh, 220. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think my comeback's off. Dylan, I don't know. I don't <laughs> Yo, shout out to whoever that is, man. Shout out to you guys and whoever is close to them because you guys are on yeah, it. Sec- like- second place is 210. So, oh man, yeah, I thought it was going to be like 12. I was like, Dylan, we might just have a chance to sneak in that second. <laughs> Uh, but no, this is amazing. Actually, guys, this is ex- extremely amazing. Thank you to everyone who's participated in uh, in trivia. I know Christian is extremely, extremely happy that this is going amazing. It, it was his baby, his idea, and uh, and and it's coming to fruition. And, and right. you know, it's to, to have you guys just interact, join, just answer questions. And, and I think it's it's important. It's a fun competition within the community, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a cool way for us to interact with you guys. And then of course, a cool little way for you guys to win something in the end too. So it's. Uh, it, it, it's all fun and games at this point. Definitely. All right. Well, make sure you guys do have, you guys have uh, what uh, another 40 minutes to answer that question to get yes. double the points. So those actually do come in clutch. Yes, definitely. So make sure you guys do do come on, uh, come by on Tuesdays whenever you get the opportunity because, uh, you know, more and more opportunities come your guys' way. So with that said, gentlemen, let's go back into what we were talking about. Santos versus America, Ricky. It's why you're here today. You're gonna to be breaking it down all the way from Dallas, the the points and the and the key players for Santos, and then of course we're gonna be giving you as much insight onto the America side. And then afterwards, we're all gonna to come together. We're gonna to give our predictions and we're gonna give uh, just a little bit more in depth on what we think is gonna happen in uh, in the Estadio Corona. Correct? The Estadio Corona? Yes. Yeah, sold sorry. out. Ooh, yeah. Sold out at this point, and it's it sold out. What yesterday? No, I think so. Yes, <laughs> think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable that it took less than it, the week. The game was about a week away, and it, for it to sell out like that, I mean, damn. you guys, fans are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we really are. Yeah, it's a it, it's it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, it really, it really is. It's 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 amazing. It, it's the pool that 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 the team has, and then of course, so you you guys doing your part as well. I mean, I, was, I, I can imagine that that same is going to be half and half, you know. Yeah, especially being a top a top five matchup, pretty much. I mean, and this is, I mean, wait, if if somebody wins, they move up to first. If if of course uh, Cruz Azul ties or loses, so it's a pretty big game. Well, if yeah, if, if we win, then we're Still in second, but if you guys win, you're in first. So much, so much riding on this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I believe there's what two games left in the season, correct? Yes, yeah. this one and one more. Okay, so we have you guys, Santos, and then we have Veracruz at home, which I've said this for quite some time now. It's, 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 I still think that the that Veracruz game is going to be just as tough. Um, but this game could technically, quote unquote, kind of be a final. I can see that definitely. 
it'll, it'll have the atmosphere with it being sold out. So it will. It will. And then, of course, you have so much kind of back history going on with this game, you know, with the likes of uh, uh, Oreo Peralta, Marchesin, you know, Georgie Sanchez won't be playing. But if he was, you know, him um, and then you have players like Osvaldito Martinez, mm-hmm. you know, Brian Lozano, right. players so- that went through the America team. And, uh, and then it just kind of, you know, adds a little bit more, you know, a little bit more of an oomph, a little bit more atmosphere, a little bit more you know, a little bit more sauce for the flavor of everything. So it should be interesting. It should be extremely interesting. Now we're going to break it down for everyone. We're going to talk a little bit of tactics. We're going to talk formations. We're going to talk about the good and the bad for both teams. And I want to give you the platform first, Ricky, since you guys are the home team. I want you to give me your predicted lineup, if you have one, for the upcoming game on Sunday. Um. I'm going to go with what they've been they've been going with. I mean, of course, in goal, Roscoe. Uh, left back being, um, I'm sorry, the right back being Avela. The center, the center uh, defenders are looking like Doria and um, Nervo, which I think they're doing phenomenal. By the way, they're probably the, the they're probably the top duo back there, besides a few other uh, duos in the in the league. And uh, our left back, of course, the young Angulo, the young prospect. Um, mm-hmm. Our center mids, of course, they're going to be Osvalito and um, Gaito. Left mid, I see it being uh, Isihara. I think he's going to start since he had a phenomenal second half and made stuff happen in the last game. Um, right mid, um, I see the right mid being Preciado has been coming off the bench. I would like to see him start finally for once. I think he deserves a start. Uh, do I see him getting it? Probably not. Probably be Lozano. Um, and the two with the center center forward probably is going to be Jana Jana Rodriguez up top with uh, Furch playing right behind him. Um, I prefer it switched, but the way they're working with it now, it's working. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna object to what's working because Furch is playing that holding spot. It's it's very. It's, the kind of players that they are, you'd expect it to be backwards as far as what they're playing, but it's working right. out. So, I mean, the coach knows something we don't know. So, <laughs> I'm going to fix it. Yes, I'm, exactly. If it's broke, why fix it? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And, and gentlemen, uh, I'll throw it to you, Dylan. Uh, give me your predicted lineup, and then Christian, if you have anything to change on that, uh, go ahead and do so. G- give me your predicted lineup for, uh, for this upcoming Sunday. Uh, my predicted lineup for this upcoming Sunday, um, <clears throat> I think the only change I'd make really is uh, take a Aggie letter, put in Edson. So if I, I to go over all of it, I'd put a uh, match to scene, Aguilar, Valdez, Edson, Reyes, uh, Ibarra, Uribe, Guido, Ibarguen, Martin, and Uribe. Okay. Okay. Christian? Same exact lineup. Okay, now this is where I want to make a point, and and I think it's important that we all kind of open. Don't you always want to make a point. Well, I mean that's the point of, of being a host. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want to bring this up because I think this is probably the it should be the biggest talking point, and we mention here all the time. It's uh it's that midfield battle, right? I think Santos right now have two very good midfielders in form. Gallito Vasquez is killing it, and then Osvaldo Martinez just looks like he's getting better and better whenever he keeps playing with Santos. 
such good partnership that they have going Santos in that midfield. It's going to be so hard to break through. And it's going to be hard to get anything going through the middle. Right. Now, if you look at it on our perspective, Guido right now is probably by far the best center defensive mid in the league, but he is doing a solo job at this point. Yes. Mateo Soribe needs to perform and needs to actually bring it because you cannot leave Guido Rodriguez to fight a battle two versus one when it's these two players, these very two good players. Guido is going to get eaten up. I'm sorry. We love Guido. We love the game that he plays, but him alone in this midfield battle is not going to be enough. Now with the likes of Gallito and with Osvaldito, you need Mateo Soribe to come into this game and play you know, because let's let's face it, we like going through the middle. We like to 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 break down and, and do triangulations like that. But Santos will know that they they have a very good midfield. Ricky, how does Santos like to go forward? I would imagine through the wings or through the middle. Um, I mean, we I think we've seen both throughout the throughout the season. Uh, there's games where Gaito and Osvaldo are bringing the ball up, but there's also times where you have your your guys on the outside that are you know our guys on the outside are very fast. So I mean. They're, they're trouble, and then you also, you know, just when you think that you have the midfielders out there to, to protect, then you have Angulo and you have Abela coming up, pushing up on the wings, and it, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of speed on the outside, and I mean, you know, it's very, it's, it's a, you got to pick your battle pretty much, because like you said, if Guido's got to have two, got to contain two people, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, I can You're see, I can day. see Santos easily exploiting us on all, on all four fronts, wings and in, in the midfield. Definitely. How important was for it for me to bring up that in the first minute and a half we got scored on Toluca because we weren't ready. We our players were not in position. We were just out of order. The, the the importance of that rolling over to this game is how important that we need to stay in our positions throughout the full ninety minutes because this is a Santos team that, like Ricky said, is fast, explosive on the wings, and we know how much that 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 pace is probably going to hurt a player like Reyes. And then you 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 have Paul Aguilar, who is playing good, but I mean, you know, when you have two very fast players, you can only do so much. I would imagine Ibarra is going to have to drop a lot this game as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then you look down the middle, and, and and you have to realize, well, is Guido Rodriguez going to be enough to 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 contain this? You know. And right. I, I want to say yes, but at the same time, if if Matos Uribe is in there to even you know help a little bit, you can see this being a long night for us. Definitely. Yeah. And then you kind of question, like, listen, so you see Mateo Sadiba is not playing well. Do you kind of make that first half, uh, first half substitution in order to, like, help Guido out and bring in Joe Corona? Because we both know that they will sit deep. Both yes, exactly. And Guido. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If you see Santos coming right down the middle a lot and you see it hurting us a lot and Mateo is just not, it's not all, what's it called, not reacting now, the only problem so. I have with that is that we lose we we, we lose versatile versatility going forward. Right, but how much has he has how much has he provided that this season, anyways? Yeah, but in in a team where you're missing your most creative player, Diego Linus, you need someone like Matos Uribe who can wake up at any minute and, and, and give you something. Because that, let's face it, it's gonna be a difficult night for Ibarra and Ibarwan. Yes. Mm-hmm. As 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 much as uh, those are my two players to kind of keep an eye on because I feel like they're going to have the most important game because they're going to do a lot of running, a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth, and a lot is going to have to go through their feet if we want to attack because, you know, it's it's it, it's going to be difficult because Santos is a very good team at this point that you need to find a way to break down. I mean, Ricky, you said it perfectly. What is going on, you know, with your defense? I mean, it, it, it looks almost impervious at times. You know, that center back partnership is, is, is looking amazing. 
you know, we're a little bit jealous because we we still yet to find our partnership. It, it looked like one moment it was Bruno and Edson. Now it's, you know, Bruno and Aguilera. And before you know it, it's going to be freaking Oriel Peralta and uh, Cecilio Dominguez. <laughs> Uh, so it's it, it's gonna be important that um, that that we find a way to break this partnership down because it's it's a, it's it's looking very strong and and down the middle might be a little bit difficult but I mean oh, I, I, you know crosses in is not gonna look like that good either. Yeah, I think the the game the I mean just, the, what's gonna determine this game is gonna be Guido and Uribe versus Gaito and and Osvaldo. That that's the matchup. It, whoever wins that battle is gonna win the game. No matter what, and I mean, and this is what it's about. You know, this season with Santos, are we going to get the Santos that play that that tied one one versus Veracruz, or are we going to get the Santos that that beat that beat Tigres very very you know in a convincing fashion? Which yeah. Santos are we going to get? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. even against Queretaro, I thought they looked they looked decent, but Queretaro was the better team, and some some games are like that. So what's what's to say that America is not the better team in this game? So I mean, well, I hope so. We would, we would really hope so. <laughs> so I mean, it's it, it, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's going to be a very very tough game for both sides. And like you said, it's got final implications, final like implications, and um, it's just going to be. Like I said, that I think the battle of the midfield is just going to be epic on on Sunday. They will, it will, and 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 I'm, this is kind of just kind of forward for anyone who's going to watch this game. Uh, don't expect a lot of goals. Yeah, uh, no, I, I would no. really say don't expect a lot of goals. Expect mm-hmm. a very, very tight matchup. This is one of those games where um where people like uh, Tom Harrison, who who are all about the stats, all about play precision, uh, <laughs> all about just kind of you know domination within who has the most of the ball, who has most of the touches. This is going to be one of those games. Yeah. Uh, this is not going to be for the entertainment likes of you know goal after goal after goal. It's going to be who has the best position on the pitch and who can find a way to override the other person's tactics. It should very, be interesting. Should be interesting. It's a very. It's gonna be a real technical game. So it is. Pe- yeah. people, yeah. people that love Strategic. soccer, yeah, mm-hmm. people that love soccer and love the way that the technical aspect of it are. You can show this to anybody that's starting to play soccer, and they're gonna love this. Well, they're gonna learn a lot from this kind of game. So, right, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's gonna be a really, really good game. It will be. It will be. All right. So, uh, let me let me throw this now your guys' way, Christian and Dylan. Um, how do you guys how do you guys think the America team needs to approach this game? Not the way they did against Toluca, I'll tell you that. The opening minutes. <laughs> that, that, that was very frustrating to see. Uh, right. I'm, I'm, I mean, just, just honestly, just stay on your toes. I mean, like the the way the way that the scenes this game is going to go, you have to stay on your toes. You have to be ready. Um, and I, I've I've said it a lot too. I know Piojo really doesn't cope well with tactics, you know, on on the field, and you know his you know some substitution issues. You know, um, that's one thing that I want to see different too with him is the way he copes with everything on the field and the way he changes and um, the players too along the lines too and how how they do that. You know, everybody's got to show up. Everybody's got to um, play on the pitch and do their part. And now will everybody do that. Who knows? You know, we talked about Uribe you know, not being there. And I've even said it too, I think last podcast or two podcasts ago that it just seemed like he stayed in Russia and didn't come back. And, right. you know, we want to go get it. We want to go get that or leave it back and bring it back to America. So um, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just got to have to be that way, you know, stay on your toes, you know, go out and play your game, find your identity and play that way. 
Yeah, perfectly said. I think Matos Uribe is still in Russia opening those Russian dolls. It just keeps going and going and going. That's why he's so entertained. Um, yeah. Christian, anything else you want to add on? No, I think Dylan summarized it perfectly. But I do think that you guys really mentioned the, the middle play of America. I honestly don't think they're going to do much of that this game. I think all lives will be on our wingers in Ibargüen and Renato. We're going to they start. I think most of our plays going to come from there like it's been all season. I think Bioho wants to play this like his only like safe tactic is going outside. I think he's gonna do that this uh, this Sunday. My question is, how direct are we gonna uh, are we gonna play? You know, because it's it's. I could see it's this American side taking the game to Santos, but I can also see this American side saying we're gonna hold off. We're gonna try to get you on the counter. And that's probably what we're gonna exactly. do first half. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. most likely gonna do first half something that me and you don't like. I mean, we want on this American team to go out and pressure them like we did against Tigres. You know. We want the America like that, and if we get that, you know, kind of sit back, America, you know, I think Ricky pointed out perfectly. This 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 Santos team is very fast, and they can catch you at any moment, just like our Tigres can. And when you press them the way we did, it limits them, and I think that's what we should do Sunday. I like it. I like it. Whether or not we'll actually do that, we'll have to wait and see. Now, I, I always like asking this on on when, whenever you know guests come from from other teams. Ricky, what is the one weakness that you see in your side, in, in the Santos Laguna side? If you had to pick a weakness from your team, what, what would you say? Depth. Um, I think that whenever – I mean, like I said, the only good sub that I see us having is Preciado. I see Quinones being de decent. Um, and also just – I mean, I know you guys were talking about Piojo's tactics. It, unfortunately, and I know it's it's, you know – it doesn't. I guess his work doesn't speak for it because of his winning record so far. Is our coach? He's a young coach. He hasn't been in Liga Mejis very long. He's a he's a youth. He's pretty much a youth coach from the Cantera. So I mean, he's he's being he's he's learning as he goes along. So I mean, that's the, those those two those two things are very very. Uh, they're that's, that's something that I'm I'm afraid about going into the Liga. I mean, you know, regardless of what of what position we have. Is that we don't have depth and our coach, because uh, I can see this easily being a game where Piojo out coaches this man, and I mean, that's just that's what comes with the you know being in this league. So I mean, this might be a, a learning curve for this guy. So I mean, we're gonna see on Sunday. Interesting, interesting. I've never heard anyone say Piojo's gonna out coach their coach. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, I that's mean, very rare. Yeah, Piojo is a very. I mean. This this is his, like I said, I I like whenever he was with. I love when he coached Mexico. I loved it. Um, I just like I said, this guy. I'm not I'm not convinced yet with how he's taken. I know he's taken over and he's got a winning record, but at the end of the day, this is one of those matches where I feel like you, you can be out coached, especially mm -hmm. with a team of America's magnitude. You know, it's a big game. This is his first big game like this at the end of the day. So, you know, that's yeah. that's we got to take that in consideration as well. Whereas Bioho's been in big games like this before. Right. So true. Experience okay. might just play a part in this game. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, so we, we talked about that. Um now I guess it's only fair to say, you know, tell Ricky what 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 our weaknesses are. And I think it, it's fair to say that almost everything is at this point. <laughs> um, but if, if we're focusing on something, it, it definitely is our defense. And, uh, and, especially our left back position. Um, that left 
left hand side actually uh, from Aguilera to to the left back Reyes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Boy, have we been struggling in that department for quite some time, and it looked like problem solved when when Georgie was playing there. Um, oh and then, yeah. How how did he? Oh, how now did you want to say that, that about him? I don't know. I think it was in training. Obviously, I think I'm pretty sure. It was Let me training. find out. He was playing Canicas, and he, oh. was, oh. he fractured his wrist. He fractured his wrist. Damn. That sucks, honestly. You, yeah. Now, now you want to now you want to throw some good stuff at Georgie, though, Ivan. I'm just saying he's 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 better than Reyes. I'm not saying that he's been this all star player. I'm just saying yes. he's been good for us. He's been good for us. You guys, you guys, real quick, are you guys giving your defense enough credit though? Because I, I'm I'm looking at the stats right now. You guys are you guys allowed the second least goals. In the okay. <laughs> right. It's because we're it's it's. I guess it's the America curse. It really is. <laughs> everything is everything is uh, with a fine comb. Everything that that that, that we look over, um, we should give them more credit. We should, um, but sometimes I feel like stats lie, um, and and this one's a very good one because if you look at our defenders, my goodness, sometimes I, I promise you, it's been more more luck than anything that that we have that stat. I promise. That's you. true. Yeah, How, honestly, and we have a marches in the night. Yeah. I'm, the post came to our aid. Uh, the bar came to our aid. <laughs> you have to look at these things and say, wow, our defense yeah. is not good. I mean, Aguilera <laughs> looked very spotty. Uh, Bruno's actually at time looked very decent. Uh, but then out of nowhere, he will yeah. you know, just re- uh, lunge out at a player and, and commit mm-hmm. a foul and get a red card. Exactly. So, um, very and Paulo Aguilar has just recently got into form. So. Yeah, Paulo Aguilar is yeah. very getting back into yeah. that form that we know. <clears throat> And, and love so it's it's it, we're all over the place in the fence right at this point i think yeah. edson was very good but as young and stubborn as he was he got that super red card against puebla um yeah cost him the game against chivas and then from there he's been riding the bench hopefully we see him against santos i think it'd be good i think yes. he's ready to come back onto the pitch as well uh hearing f- uh, some of the interviews he's been giving um our defense has just been all over the place and then I am surprised how well we've done it in the stats department because, like you said, we're the second best defensive team, and it's ridiculous that that stat is even upholding because any Americanista will tell you our defense looks really, really shaky. Um, balls over the top. I every time a cross goes in, I am somehow finding myself praying that the opposition doesn't find you know their head before our defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, but but gentlemen, tell me more. Expose our defense a little bit more, <laughs> in the sense. Man, I'm just—it's just all over the place. It's just a mess sometimes. It really is, especially if you look at that Nakaxa game. That yes. game, that game was messy. Um, but like you said, you know that Cruzazo game was messy. Um, <clears throat> I'm that the Luca game that, was a little bit messy yeah, at the end. The Querétaro game, the Querétaro game, yes. was was really messy too. Um. I yeah, just, we're just very, know. we're very inconsistent in the back, and yeah. that's most likely our weakness this Sunday. Although uh, I feel like we, we we're talking down America too much. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds like Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess we do. Uh, but I mean, we we kind of have acknowledged that we haven't played. I mean, to we haven't played it good enough for us to keep praising them consistently you know like it, it's it's kind of shocking in a way that we're even in second place right now 
one point behind first place by like judging the way we've been playing. So I guess that's why we were talking them down, I guess, a little bit more right now. If someone was to listen to the first podcast of the Apertura up to now, they and, and and they'd be like, "Wow, this America team does not sound like they're in second place." We yeah. talk, we talk way too <laughs> much, <laughs> way too much down on them. But mm-hmm. I will say this though: the reason why we do it, it's, it's one, it's like, like I said, it's America. It, it's kind of this fine comb that every it, it, you have to do because you know they, they are who who America is who they are, uh, and and the criticism comes with it. Uh, but the second part about it is you look at the depth, you you, you look at the players and, and the roster that this team has, the, the amount of quality that that, that this team is stacked with, it, it, they should be playing much, much better than they are. Exactly. Um, a lot of people blame it on the coach. A lot of people blame it on the players. And, and, and I think the responsibility lies somewhere between those two. There's definitely um, between the both. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I will say this, though. I, I, I am proud of the position that we are right now. I, I do feel though that these are games in which America needs to come out on top and, and showcase as to why we're second place and why we are the the best second defensive team. I think we're even one of the best away teams as well, uh, coming into this game. So I, I, I I'm feeling I, I'm feeling that if America can go out and and have a good game against Santos and get a result, because I I, I think gentlemen we can agree a result is a win at this a point. A result is a win, yes. Right, I, a draw we take it again very very better. A draw, is, um, draw can be scary, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Especially at this point in the we'll season. Yeah, we'll exactly. Drop. And and I'm curious to hear from you, Ricky. What is the result to you on Sunday? With the way that I mean, you guys have secured a spot. Is that correct? Yes. Mathematically yes. speaking, yes. Yeah. See, we haven't secured a spot yet. So at this point, I believe a tie gets us in. A tie um, gets you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a tie gets in. I mean, and you know, I I believe in the curse. The super right. curse. It's, <laughs> we we we've been a victim of it. I've seen it firsthand. So, um, I I don't I don't want to get first, but I but I want to secure that spot. So, unfortunately, I mean, of course, I want to win, but I I will suffice with a tie. Suffice with a tie. Interesting, interesting. Um, of course, yeah, that uh, yeah, that first place spot looks like everyone's trying to keep their hands off of it. Um, <laughs> wait, let me ask you this now. So you get the tie, you're twenty, you're you're twenty nine points. You're in Ligia. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Pumas wins. They twenty nine, and for some reason on goal difference, they drop you down all the way to fifth. Do you, are you are you happy with that? But knowing you're in Ligia already, or yes, because of the way that the history was with Santos in like in Ligia. Okay, uh, we see that. The last championship, we were sixth place. Whenever yeah, you, we guys, won last year. you guys didn't even come in top three. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean, we we show we have better results when we're lower in the Ligia. Okay, so uh, position doesn't really matter to you, I guess? No, no but okay. I mean, because, yeah, because, I mean, and I don't want to play you guys two times. Yeah, but, and I also, I don't, you know, there's, there's, there's a few teams that I don't want to – See, I mean, of course, I want. I don't want to see y'all. I don't want to see Cruz Azul, and I do not want to see Tigres. No, 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 no. Uh, I think everybody's trying to stay away from Tigres, but I mean, everybody else, I feel like we can hang with. Um, it's right. just those are the three teams we'll have the most trouble with. Interesting, interesting. Um, I, I, I think we're a little bit like that too. Um, in regards to there's maybe one or two teams we don't want to see right away. Uh, I didn't think at the end we'll. We'll go toe to toe with whoever we need to, but I, th- I think right away you want to avoid, uh, you know, quote unquote, tougher oppositions. Um, 
And I think Santos is, is up there with, with uh, one of those tough Definitely. oppositions. Um, so it should be interesting to see how the table is going to form after, after this weekend. But um, if, if we're looking at everything in, in perspective, a, a draw is a, is suffice for you. A win is necessary for us just to kind of keep momentum going. Because I, I, I think since we, I think this America story has been told time and time again, uh, starts off good and then towards the end of the season you know they they start coming out form and then because of that the Liga is a bust right mm-hmm. um so i think it's more important for us to get this win for momentum rather than it is for the points um i, I think we want to see this america side to continue to perform to continue to score mm-hmm. and give us some hope give us right. some hope going into this Liga that we're actually going to look like one of if not the favorite to to come away with the with the championship just mm-hmm. form wise yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but we, we talk about that, and um, and, and now that I say that, and it's it, it's come down to the part where we predicted. I will throw it to us first, and then I'll I'll give Ricky the floor to to give his final prediction on the game. Uh, but uh, Christian, go ahead. Tell me what is your prediction for Sunday's game? Two two one America. Two one America. Okay, interesting. Dylan. Yeah, I'm not gonna like my prediction. <laughs> oh <laughs> I wanna hear it. I'm gonna go two two draw. Two two draw. Okay, shout out to the Saka Americanista who That's a lot of goals. Two two okay. draw. That's four goals in the game. We said we weren't gonna see a lot of goals. But the, granted, I, granted, I said two one. That's three goals. So well, I don't cool. know what I'm saying to be honest. <laughs> for me, for me, it's simple. It's it's a one goal game. It's mm-hmm. a one goal game, and and I, I, of course I gotta say America because <laughs> I just talked them up right. in regards to that. But no, yeah, America goes one zero. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Santos' last three games have been all one goal games. Yes, the past man, I believe the past few games have been one goal games. Yeah, except for the yeah. Santos Atlas game where you guys beat them three one. Yeah, that that's, that's it. I mean, even before that, before that, the last uh. The last multiple goal game that we had was against uh, Gary's Leon. So, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary! Shout out to Gary. Um, okay, so then, Ricky, I the floor um, first. Um, I would like to one Santos, but I'll go with the one one because, like I said, I, that battle in the midfield is going to be epic, and I see, I, I, I see it being a stalemate. I honestly mm-hmm. see, but but I do see both teams getting a goal. Uh, you have uh, Henry Mar- Martinez; he's in form right now. I mean, he looks really good. Um, and then you have Furch. I think Furch is going to get one. He's he hasn't he has, that man don't miss. So they, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with one one. Just realistically, one one. Realistically, one one. A lot of people are saying one one. Yeah. Uh, a good friend, Chicken Biscuit, saying one one. Louis, Chicken Biscuit. That's such a cool name. He's been he's been here since the start, man. Shout out to Chicken though. Biscuit. Chicken Biscuit, Chris Forty Five. Everyone, shout out to all of you guys coming out on the group chat and everyone who's listening and watching right now. Thank you guys for coming and joining us. So one one says Ricky. The boys say two two, and Christian and me say two, Christian one. says two one. I say one nil. So two draws and two wins is is what the panel is looking like. Mm-hmm. Write it down, Dylan. Let's go. It I, want my, interesting, I, I want my gancito at the end. 
Dylan's, the only, still, Dylan's the only one to still have it, right? And the, the worst thing is that we're coming to the end of the season. <laughs> How is it that we've only predicted one game right? Oh, what? dude. dude <laughs> we suck. Like, the whole season? The whole yeah, season. dude, we <laughs> suck. <laughs> Yo, no wonder why no one wants to sponsor us. Dude. We suck at this. <laughs> we predicted right, like, a win and stuff like that, but we've yet to... The scoreline, yeah. The scoreline was only been correct one time. And mm-hmm. that one, shout out to Dylan who got it right. Um, and that was a very good game against Tigres too, which I, I would imagine America needs to do something similar uh, as they did against Tigres in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it to them. Try to make you guys uncomfortable in your own home pitch, which is going to be very difficult to do, especially with the, with the way you guys have been playing. Um, and then your home crowd, you know, it's going to be a difficult game, although a game that I'm looking forward to okay. and, and a game that you could definitely see as exciting in, in regards to the tactics and everything. So if you're a good, if you're a big football fan in regards to that, stay tuned for that game because I, I promise you it's going to be it's going to be a really good one. I agree. All righty. So we're going to break it down. America versus Santos. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. We're going to be uh, giving you guys live updates, live tweets, uh, just as much as we can get information to you guys. Uh, that game is Sunday at uh, Sunday. What, what time? 4 p.m.? My yes. time? Yes. So 7 p.m. your time, Christian. And then for our good friends, Dylan and Ricky, that is 6 p.m. I have a game, so I need you guys to text me. Are you turning into the Cowboys game? What are we going to do? You know, you know which game I'm gonna watch at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you, you see that I moved them back there behind the TV. No, man. And I, and I moved, and I moved them up. <laughs> like I'm just gonna catch the highlights on Sports Center. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter at Eagle iPod. Ricky, where can they find you on Twitter? My Twitter is at Thick Rick. Um, thick Rick. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- I hear it all. Th- th- I hear Pickle Rick, Ricky Bobby, but it's at Thick Rick. At Thick Rick. I will never get. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but I'll, I'll never forget <laughs> how you signed off. It is the most iconic sign off that we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but gentlemen, we're gonna give now a quick little segment to our lady Aguilas. And uh, they unfortunately it, 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 in no, breaks no, our don't heart. Talk about it. Don't even that, talk about that. That they lost against Pachuca. Now these boys don't want to talk about it. I I, I don't want to talk about it either. But that one hurt. The the ladies deserve this just as much as the men. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, they we were we were winning, correct? Two one in the 89th minute. Two one. And then Toluca, the Toluca, uh, Pachuca come in and score two late goals to walk away oh. with two points. That is a stunner, yeah, which means Pachuca has cemented themselves in uh, first place as things stand. They were only what a goal apart. Yes, they were only a goal apart. So now we're three points behind Pachuca. I believe that was the last game, correct? No, we play Lobos. Next. Right, we have the Lobas. The last game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Lobas. Yeah, Lobas. We have the Lobas coming up. Last game of the season <laughs> for our ladies before they enter the Liga. Now, of course, they've been qualified, but of course, you do want to finish in that top spot. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe they have that curse too, of first place. So maybe the, the, this might come as a blessing in disguise as well. We have to win this next game. 
So should be interesting. We'll do our best to keep you guys updated with the ladies. Uh, I know Dylan is very on top of that on Twitter. So if, if, if you guys know any way of us being able to watch that game live, let us know. We would love to see the ladies. We would love to support them and cheer them on. I that always keep it. It's incredible. Yes. She is, man, she's better than half the dudes in, in the game. <laughs> no, we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, America is fortunate. We have some very good keepers, even our second keeper, who is right now in the Mexican yeah. national team. JD, she, uh, she, she usually starts. She usually starts too. So it's a, a lot of heavy rotation, but it's to have two very good goalkeepers. That's that says a lot. And and she's isn't she like five foot six? She's short. Yeah, they're short. <laughs> yeah, she, she's real short, but she she gets up there. <laughs> she would put Conejo Perez to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but uh, ladies, we're, we're looking forward. Uh, do you follow the Lady Santos Laguna? I do not. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't. It's okay. They're, <laughs> they're last in the group. No way, are they? No, what yeah. they? <laughs> yeah, they're they're in they're in group two and they're ninth with seven points. Yikes. A little rough. Yeah, I I, I think uh, the the Adidas ladies is locked up the first, and it's just coming down to the wire between uh, Chivas and Monterrey now. As Chivas sits with 30 points in second, and Monterrey sit with 27 points in third. Well, well, you guys know what to do. Our ladies need all the support we can they, they can have from us. So make sure on game day, Dylan, when is game day for the ladies? Oh, shoot. I forgot. I really did. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll try to get that information to you guys right now. But on game day, don't forget. First thing you do, I don't care if you're looking at your phone trying to text your boo, it doesn't matter. First thing you do is you go on Twitter and you put the hashtag Lady Aguilas. They need to know that we're with them 100% of the way. They probably have no idea we're even tweeting at them, but one day they will. Saturday. They'll be like, right. One day they'll, they'll know. They're going to be like, oh my gosh. Saturday. Hashtag Lady Aguilas. And, uh, and, and if they win and if they win the, a, a championship, um, I will get a Hannah tattoo that says hashtag Lady Aguilas. I was going to say a regular tattoo, but if they actually come out and win. <laughs> <laughs> Next Saturday. Next Saturday at 4. Nice. All right. Well, hashtag Lady Aguilas all the way. We're with you girls. Uh, let's keep it going. So let's see how that goes. So, gentlemen, we're running towards the end of the podcast here. We're going to close off with a little bit of questions to our good friend, Mr. Thick Rick, as his handle says on Twitter. Ricky, um, so just give people a little bit of basis of just give them a little bit of history of who you are, because uh, you know you, you give a little bit of a platform, but some people may not not have uh, known you from that podcast. Oh, so yeah, I mean, I reached out to you guys. I was watching your podcast, and uh, like I told you last time, man, this you know I I used to get judged so much because uh, I don't speak Spanish, but I love Mexico <laughs> and I love Santos and. I'm just glad that you guys. <laughs> I see, yeah, you I, saw Dylan, right? <laughs> I see Dylan. <laughs> so I mean, it's so awesome that you guys, man. You know, y'all y'all do this in English, and where it's like I'm not being shamed, and you know, you guys are welcoming. You guys are really knowledgeable about your stuff. You know, you're professionals, and I'm just glad you guys gave me the opportunity to be on here. It's been awesome, and uh, you know, like I told you guys, you know, when I come to Dallas, we're going out, man. Oh, you know it already. Oh, that bowl. Get the bowl ready. 
but yeah, man, I, I, I just I just appreciate you guys, you know, giving me the opportunity to be on here and talk with you guys and just chop it up because you guys know your stuff and I hope I bring a little bit of knowledge that t- to the table as well. Oh, definitely, man. Oh, definitely. Where, where, are, where are we going to find another Santos, man? To be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're scarce. Very yeah. scarce. Scarce, but don't worry. When you guys win something, you guys come out in numbers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and it, it, it's great having you on. Uh, the boys want to say anything to, to Ricky before I, I give my final words? Um... No, just uh, you know, I feel your pain with the Cowboys loss. That's it. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it at that. Leave it at that. Um, it was nice meeting you. That's number one, obviously, because uh, these guys have talked greatly about you. You're the only Santos fans I know, so I hope that means something to you. Uh, but no, yeah, you're very knowledgeable, and thank you for all the kind words. I appreciate it, y'all. And hey, one last thing before we go, before we go. Uh-oh. Um, what do you guys think about Furch trying to trying to naturalize? I like, I like it. it. I like it in regards to whatever it, it means for personal reasons for him. I would imagine it makes life easier in Mexico. Uh, will he be called to the national team? I don't think so. I, I, I yeah. feel like that's just it's it's not our wave anymore. Um, it's especially especially with the whole you know this youth push that they're going with. I don't think exactly. he's going to be called up. Yeah, exactly. And his age is my main concern. Exist, yeah, especially and then I don't know if you guys saw, but one of the one of the one of the Santos players, he's a bench player, but he he criticized him for it. It's just like, really, wow. yeah, it's like your own teammate. But yeah, I, I guess, like I guess, like I said, I, I I agree though. I think he's. It's like if you're gonna have him, you know, you might as well keep bringing him back, keep calling up Chicharito. I mean, you know. Yeah. No, and and I I think it's a good thing for him, and and uh, whenever players get naturalized, uh, one that says a lot that uh, they they like they like the country. You know, they they, yeah. they like Mexico. That's that's first and foremost important. Uh, two, I would imagine, like I said, it makes life easier for them uh, it, living down there in Mexico. Uh, we, we we don't live down there, so we don't know exactly everything that goes down. But uh, for foreigners, it, it really it just it's kind of like right here. It's 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 not the easiest of things to do. Uh, I would imagine it makes it a little bit easier on Santos too. Um, so we'll we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, he can. Hopefully, he gets yeah. naturalized and and for for his. You guys know his how long that process is? Five years, isn't it? Yeah, you have to be there for five years, I would imagine. And right. then you, you, you get through. But it. I meant like actually like after the five years, like how long does it take? You guys know Oh, not that long. No. Yeah, not long at all. Because I, okay. I remember that whenever Volso, whenever he turned uh, Mexican, man, they called him up like a, a month later to the Did national it? team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, not, yeah. My thing is always this. If you're actually going to play for the shirt and actually feel something, then – it doesn't matter if you were born there or you know or went through that process. It's pretty much all the same, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of Mexicans like don't don't like uh, the naturalized players to cut, to get called up. I just I just don't see why, honestly. Yeah, especially when it's like you, you know, they have their pretty much their life is there. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's just so it's just like you know. But at the end of the day, you know, I can see where they're coming from because. That you know they bleed, they bleed Mexican blood, right. mm-hmm. whereas the other players don't. You know, so I, I can, right. you know, I can see that. Yeah, but I guess it's a topic for another time. Yeah, that is definitely a debate yeah. for another time. Yeah. It would be interesting to have you back on. We'll, we'll we'll discuss all of that and give perfect examples of different players that have come to the national team. But Ricky, I will say this before I sign off. 
again, my friend, it's it's been amazing having you on here. Um, I think you're the perfect example of what this podcast represents and, and means. Um, just to kind of give a voice to the people, uh, as much as much as we like having uh, you know people from the community who are experts and stuff, uh, I, I think we enjoy having you know people we can call friends on here as as much. Um, you know, having you come on here. Uh, Christian knows how, how how much we talk about you. You've just been a good friend ever since we you, you came along. Um, and, and it just showcased. And, you know, you're very welcoming in, in that regards, too. You're very knowledgeable when, when, when you've come on. So thank you so much for, for you know, your kind words. I, I know the boys really appreciate it. And I know I do as well. Uh, and it's great. I, you, like I said, you're the perfect example as to what this community does. Because I before uh, before you come you came on, I, I, I don't know how engaged you were with the Liga Mekis community um in english and then and now i see you a little bit more in 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 tune with it and uh and, yeah. and for me that's amazing that that's that's yeah. what it comes about and i get and i really give you like you guys opened me up to this whole new world pretty much where i see all like i said it's just been so long where i'm shamed and for not speaking spanish but then now i have a whole group of people that i can talk to like you guys and i thank you guys for introducing me to that so much no man, you're welcome. This is what it's all about. That's what the community is for, and and, and it's just not for Americanistas, and it's not for uh, you know, it's just for for people that go for the same club. No, I, I, I it's it's for everyone. It, we're a family at the end of the day, the Liga Mekis English family. So it, it's amazing to to see you as a prime example of what what this community can do for 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 a person. So again, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you to everyone who came out and uh, and and gave us a wonderful time. We had a, an amazing amazing amount of chats going on. In the yeah. chat. If you guys have ever missed the show today. for whatever reason, make sure you guys do follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Again, one more time, Ricky, where can they find you on Twitter? My Twitter is going to be at Thick Rick. I'm going to put it in the comments section of the of the <laughs> uh, the chat. Okay, so just so you guys know, before we go, why I'm called Thick Rick? Okay, <laughs> Ivan loves the story. It's because look at me, I'm thick and my name's Rick. Okay, <laughs> that's why I'm Thick Rick. <laughs> There's nothing. It get, doesn't get any better than that, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that, uh, Ricky, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, everyone, gentlemen, Dylan, Cowboy Dan, and Christian. Thank you so much for coming out and as always being amazing co-hosts. Oh no problem, thank man. Uh, I love yeah. being here. I, I think I think Ricky would have been upset if, if uh, I didn't make it on. So with yeah. my situation, Dylan, uh, Dylan, yes. Dylan rushed <laughs> everything to make it on today, man, just to make sure. That's dedication. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Have yourselves a wonderful night. Make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter at Eagle iPod. We'll have you guys covered for everything in regards to that game. Don't forget, Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern, and then, of course, 6 p.m. Central. We're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time. Santos versus America, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hopefully for a very entertaining game. We'll see you guys until next time. Always remember, hashtag Lady Aguilas. And until next time, take care. And as always, Arriba la America. <laughs>